everyone has some sort of a closet that has become too small. A closet is no place to live, and I want to support as many people as I can in stepping out of that prison into the fullness of life that is waiting for them on the other side of that door. This is Nancy Shadlock from Centered Life Coaching. Join me in listening to these coming out chronicles. Get curious about their stories and then go see what good things are waiting for you on the other side of your closet door. Today's episode feels even more vulnerable than any of the others so far, mainly because I put myself in the hot seat and asked myself the same questions that I've been asking everyone else. I figured you might want to hear my coming out story. Like most of my other guests, I have many coming out stories, but I've zeroed in on the one kind of pivotal moment that I feel like was the moment that I really came out to myself. So here it is in all of its twists and turns and beauty. I hope you enjoy it. I read something this week from Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, that spoke a lot to my own coming out story. She says, a woman becomes a responsible parent when she stops being an obedient daughter, when she finally understands that she's creating something different from what her parents created, when she begins to build her island, not to their specifications, but to hers. I feel that. I I feel like that was an important step in my own coming out journey. I had to let go of some of these specifications that my parents had taught me that, you know, they taught me a lot of great things that helped me grow and helped me become a really great person. But there was also some really narrow confines of spirituality and sexuality that I felt like I had to follow and didn't have space to fully step into who I feel called to be. In my podcast, I'm interviewing people and asking them two questions. One is, what was the moment that you felt like I have to come out? And two, what did your coming out look like? What were you coming out from? Because not necessarily everyone is going to do a coming out story about their sexuality. Because I really believe that everyone has some kind of coming out that they're doing where something doesn't feel congruent in their life and they need to share with the world this truer part of who they are. And that feels vulnerable and scary and exciting. And so I love journeying with people as they go through that transition of coming out into the world with this more true and beautiful aspect of who they are. So I will answer that first question of what was the moment that I knew I had to come out? And I I have a very visceral moment in mind where I just like, I felt like it's time. It needs to happen. So to set the scene a little bit, I was at a friend's wedding down in Mexico. It was an all-inclusive and we were all there for about a week. It was a friend of mine from my Bible camp days and she was marrying a woman and I had this really strong sense when I got the wedding invitation I want to go to this wedding and I also got this moment of fear of like 
it might out me if I go to this wedding. It might, I might be guilty by association if I go to this wedding. Because I, I had this underlying notion that I think I'm gay, but I just pushed it down for years and years and years and didn't feel safe enough to really explore that part of myself and let it out in the world. So I went, I went to this wedding in Mexico. We stayed all week long. And one of the nights we were at the pub and a bunch of us were all sitting around in a circle. And these two guys from the wedding, cousins or brothers or something of one of the brides, came in and they're like, so how many lesbians are there at this lesbian wedding? Someone said, guess. And so they went around the circle and guessed and they went to our one friend who's got long brown hair and she's an Anglican priest. And they're like, no, she's like, yeah, I have a girlfriend waiting for me back home. And like, Oh, okay. And then they go to our friend who's got short blonde hair She's a hairdresser. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you've got to be a lesbian. And she's like, no, I've got a husband and four kids waiting for me back home. So, nope. And then they got to me and they're like, hmm, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know either. (laughs) It was like this moment of confession and like an explosion of yes. I'm confused about this. I don't know how to talk about this. And I think it's time for me to share this with the world. And so I said it. And from then on, it kind of felt like this can of worms had fully been opened because some people had heard me say this and they knew that it was time also for me to share this with the world. And so when I got home, my friend whose wedding it was, contacted me and and she was like I think probably a lot came up for you on that trip didn't it and I was like yep yeah it really did and I started to just sit with it more and more and get more honest with myself about what was coming up and I got to a point then where I realized I've been keeping myself hidden for too long and There's a part of myself that I want to explore, but I feel like I've let myself not do that because I'm scared of what it might do for my parents. I'm scared of what it would do for my reputation. I'm scared that I'll have no validity when I get into circles of other professionals in my field. At that point, I was doing spiritual direction where I was meeting with people, helping them pay attention to how the divine is showing up in their life and in pretty conservative circles. And so at that point I was like, if I come out, no one's ever going to come see me for that again, because I'm clearly not hearing from God if I'm gay and being honest about that and not fighting it and trying to pray the gay away. But I decided that the discomfort of staying hidden and fearful about it was more strong than the path to more life and to openness and freedom. And so I started to slowly take steps of coming out. And one of the big things that I did was I like to do some kind of outward expression that matches my internal change. And so I realized that for most of my life, I'd 
wanted to have some kind of asymmetrical haircut, but I thought, no, I can't do that. If I did that, people would think I was a lesbian. And so I didn't. And I have a motorcycle license, but I didn't want to ride it because I feared people would think I was a lesbian then. And I realized like, this is so dumb. I'm holding back parts of myself for my fears of what I think people will think of me. But in the end, who cares what they think of me? And also I did it. I shaved my half of my head and maybe people think I'm a lesbian because of my haircut, but also maybe I am a lesbian. (laughs) I have married a woman now, spoiler alert. And I, I felt like there was this amazing freedom. And so it was, it was a really cool moment where the hairdresser was a friend of mine. She cut my hair and I was like, okay, I'm letting this out in the world. And shortly after I cut my hair, I called my parents and I said, so there's this thing about me that you need to know. And I had shared at different points in my life, my wonderings about it. And I think that their stance at that point was just to pray it away and it didn't work that way and it was shocking for them at first and I think hurtful and at one point my dad told me that I was ruining his life and my mom felt like she had to get off of the boards for different conservative organizations she was on because clearly they weren't good parents if they couldn't pray the gay away for their daughter And so it was hard for a while. It was really hard because I'm genuinely quite close with my parents. And so, which is also what made it hard for me to come out. But it's been really beautiful to see them grow in their expansive spirituality over the years. And they've since thanked me and said, like, I see how you've helped us break our spirituality out from this little box that we had it in. And we've been able to grow and see truth in so many different ways. And they are in a point now where they really support me and my wife and our babies and love them both deeply. And so there's, there's a a lot of beauty in our story. It wasn't always easy um, or smooth sailing, but I'm so grateful for the ways that I have chosen to step into greater truth and see more beauty in my story because of being honest about who I am. This episode of the Coming Out Chronicles was brought to you by Centered Life Coaching. We help you know yourself, to free yourself, and be yourself, so you can live the fullest expression of who you really are. Stay tuned, there's more to come in this episode. This is now the part of the interview where I usually ask people, what's your next coming out chapter? And for me, I would say that this podcast in in many ways is my next coming out chapter. Um, I've, I've tended to hold my cards really close to my chest in my life and don't want to share too much of who I am in the world because it might get judged and I hate feeling like I'm doing something wrong or something that someone might disagree with. 
but I've come to realize that I just have to live my own life and I have to tune in to what is true and what I'm being led to do. And, um, yeah, as soon as COVID hit, I felt called to create a podcast where I could share these stories and, and also in my coaching, like focus in my coaching on coming out, that coming out journey in, in whatever form it looks like for you and supporting people as they speak that truth out into the world, as they even get honest with themselves about what is more true about me that I haven't known yet, but I want to know and helping people hear their own truest voice. And, and that's been super scary for me to kind of niche down into that because in my practice, I'm like, I want to help all the people. And I also have like struggled with, I don't want to capitalize on my queerness as a selling feature. Um, but I've, I've come to see that it's an entry point. It's an entry point for a conversation. And as I am able to share my humanity, my struggles, my journey with people, people can connect to that and, and have an entry point in exploring that with me. And I've realized that it, it's become its own coming out journey for me now of how do I share this truth with the world that I'm here to help people hear their truth. And it's been exposing and vulnerable, but it's also been really exciting. And even just in the few weeks of creating this podcast and doing interviews and getting it out into the world, it's created a lot of beautiful things in people's lives and those that I've interviewed, seeing the ways that they've even more intentionally stepped out since doing an interview or the people that are listening who feel empowered or that they're known and seen and that they get to see themselves reflected in someone who's doing brave things and they're empowered to do their brave things. I love seeing all these ripple effects and it totally makes stepping out and doing my own coming out, um, it makes it worthwhile. And so I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep finding new layers of what's more true for myself. I used to have this thought that if I tell people what I really want, they'll do everything they can to make it not happen. And they'll, they'll fight me on it or they'll try and take it away somehow. And a counselor that I was seeing at that time challenged me on that and, and got me to start saying that out loud to people and got me to just dispel the lie by saying that crazy thing out loud. And the more that I said it, the more I was like, oh, maybe that's not true. And I've started to realize since then that the more I say things out loud, it helps people help me. Like when they when they can know about my dreams and goals, often they'll do all they can to help me make that happen. And I've seen that over and over again with this podcast, even 
of people being like, oh, you should interview so-and-so. I'll connect you with them. And, oh, you need some help with your post-production? Let me help you with that. Or all these different things that have come together to make this really a beautiful community-engaged project. And so if I get super vulnerable about my bigger dream of my next coming out stage is I would love to create retreats for queer couples so that they can feel enriched in their relationships. I know that for myself, I've, I've seen firsthand that, that marriage is not just a bed of roses and it's hard sometimes. There's a lot of things that we bump up against when we live so closely with someone else. And I've seen how much counseling and retreats and different resources have helped us grow and learn how to live well together. And I want to extend that out to other people. And so I've been working in the background on that a bit and continuing to take steps towards how can I create space for queer couples to feel enriched in their relationships and maybe by saying this out loud on here, more people will step up and be like, yeah, I want to help you make that happen too. Or maybe some of you will say, yeah, I would like that enrichment in my life and that support. And the thing is, I know that in order to do that work and offer that space to other people, I have to be doing my own work. And it's scary sometimes. It's scary to face into the darkness within me, to face into the ways that I am not kind to my wife, to face into the the shadow side of my personality. But I'm doing that work because it's important, and it's important for, for me to live the fullest life possible for myself and for my family, and also so that I can offer safe space for other people to explore that part of themselves and know that they have support in in exploring their shadow self. Um, It feels scary in some ways to say our dreams out loud and the things that we really want to do and share in the world, but I also know it's the only way forward. And so when we know something is more true about us and we know that we have something that we a gift to share with the world that we have to do it. And so I hope that my little snippet of my coming out story and my next coming out story has helped you today and will inspire you in your next chapter of your coming out story. If all of this has inspired you to think about what your next coming out story is, and you know that if you shared it in a public forum like this, it would really jumpstart it into action for you, I invite you to reach out and share it with me. And we could see about sharing it live on the podcast. Or if you would like to share a coming out story that you've already had, I'd love to hear that too. These stories are powerful, and the sharing of them sparks beautiful things. Thanks for listening to the Coming Out Chronicles. If you enjoyed it and you think it would be helpful for someone else, please share it with them. 
If you'd like to connect with me, reach out on social. I'd love to support you in the next chapter of your coming out story. I can help you know yourself, free yourself, and be yourself. Until next time, this is Nancy Shadlock from Centered Life Coaching.